From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey, now. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving, Kat. Yes, a happy Thanksgiving to you. I got a... Uh, I had a weekend. I'm going to tell you about it in a sec. First off, <laughs> it is Prime Days at Amazon, and there's a lot of shit going on here today, and we're going to get to all of that, plus the war in the Middle East and some uh, the strike at GM. We got it all coming up on today's After 9. First off, let's talk a little bit about the Thanksgiving long weekend, yeah. because something really, really embarrassing happened to me. Uh-oh. Something that I'm far too old for, but... It happened, and I will admit it to you guys because you were kind enough to download this episode of After 9. That's coming up. How was your long weekend? Long weekend is good. So it started off, for those who are podcast listeners um, regularly, you know Dave Blizzard, who joins us Friday. Well, his wife held a, a surprise birthday party for him. Where the heck were you, by the way? I Oh, so I golfed on Friday, and I fell asleep when I got home. However... We missed you. I can imagine you did, and m- who wouldn't? I... <laughs> That, that makes that perfect what sense. You said to him, <laughs> "No, I know you miss me." <laughs> I have celebrated almost every one of Dave's birthdays with him, and and the problem is, is that I live in Burlington, and this was in like the yeah. north end of Kitchener. It was in a random. I don't even venture to this area of Kitchener. It would have taken me an hour and five minutes each yeah. way. During Oktoberfest, which has ride programs at every exit, and I thought, fuck it, it's not worth it. I love them, but I'm not going to this birthday party tonight. Yeah, so we ended up, uh, we were playing pool and stuff. It was fun. I got him introduced to Picklebacks, and he was quite, um, yeah, he actually entertained it. What is that? A Pickleback is a shot of whiskey followed up by a shot of pickle juice. Oh. And the pickle juice just kind of takes the zing away from, from any any zing that you might experience with whiskey, if you even do, because some people don't. I don't get that I don't either. I get it from tequila, but but not from whiskey. Yeah, same same Z's. Whiskey is no problem for me to shoot if if that's what I'm shooting. I don't do a lot of shots, but if I do, I'm like whiskey every time. And yeah, the the pickle juice, I just like pickles. So I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Uh, so anyway, we had everyone doing picklebacks. I had Mick doing it, by the way, Miranda, no some kidding. of our colleagues. Yeah, we were all doing picklebacks. Uh, anyway, so that was fun. So that was the uh, start of the weekend. It was a date night for my husband and I, too. Um, so we we got out sans kids and and ended up uh, ended up doing a twofer, actually, because after we left the bar, we went to another. <laughs> oh, we that's my kind of night. I we love it. We went to it. another bar. Yeah, we Ubered to another spot. And met up with a work friend of his. So it was kind of, uh, we got to do a lot, whole bunch of things just to kick off the weekend right away. Wow. Yeah, it was nice. Good. And then Saturday was chill for the first half. And then we had um, my husband's family over on Saturday for Thanksgiving. And then Sunday was my parents for Thanksgiving and uh, extended family. And then yesterday, we got shit done. We were having coffee and we didn't have any plans for the day, which was a great feeling, but I also felt productive. Like I didn't feel like sitting around on my ass. Like I was like, I want to do some things. I want to clean some things. I want to organize things. I love doing that with a day off kind of thing. So my husband sat down and just started making a list of shit that we want to do and just said, why don't we just start doing these things? And we got everything off the list and then some. Like, I mean, Drano the sinks and clean this and organize that and and clean out the girls clothes and bring out the winter stuff and get them to try on their boots and see what we need for the winter like we did everything i wd 40 some doors like i just Whoa. i just did a bunch of shit holy shit the entire day 
the entire day that's what we spent doing on top of the fact that we were doing laundry in the background and all the other usual cleaning things that you do in a house all the time we were just doing all the odds and ends so it was a really productive day yesterday good for you yeah so all in all Good weekend, good balance of, you know, food company, but also some time to chill. It was nice. That is great. So I felt a little productive yesterday as well. And I woke up and I thought, I don't really want to do this, but I'm going to close the pool today. I closed it on Thanksgiving. And part of the reason for that is because I have some huge trees all around my property that are leaking heavily leaves into my pool. And I thought I can either pay to keep this thing running and skim leaves out of it four times a day, or I can just shut her down. So I did it. Most people just shut them down. Do people keep it open? this time? Like this time of year, doesn't everyone close their pool? Uh, it some depends. Some people not. Some people are like, Labor Day, close the pool. I have a saltwater pool, and it's recommended that you keep it open as late as you can. And okay. if you can keep it open till Thanksgiving, great. Good. So I did it. And I thought, you know, every year I pay that pool company like three, four hundred bucks to come over and close my pool. Yeah. I've watched them do it a million times. It can't be that difficult. Oh, God. Well, and, and here's another <laughs> thing, too. Last year when they came to close my pool, uh-huh. they had, uh, they always employ teenagers. And that's great because teens need jobs as well. But one of them they had, I actually knew. And he's a complete fucking idiot. And I thought if he can figure out how to close a pool, surely to shit, I can do it. Yeah. Cat. It is not worth it. I'm going to tell you guys something. If you've got a pool and you think, I'm going to save a few hundred bucks and just do it myself. Don't. Don't do it. It's worth every penny. Get somebody else to do it. Yeah. It is a shitty, dirty job. It is cold water that you're sticking your hands uh. into. And then you forget to roll up your sleeve. And then you're in a wet hoodie for the rest of the fucking day. It sucks. Don't even bother. And it's probably, I probably didn't even do it right. It's probably all going to freeze in the winter and oh, blow up. Oh, no. You're not going to get some like a second opinion kind of thing? You're not going to get someone to come by just to check? We're going to pray. I should have told you. I have a, na- <laughs> I have a neighbor who's, whose son does that. You know whose pool he maintains? Who? Drake's. He does Drake's pool? He does Drake's pool. Well, then he should be doing I my know. pool. And he tells me he gets, he gets right in, though. You only got your hands wet? He said that you have to go full in. To close the pool. Well, I imagine he has got a... But he also, like, I mean, that's what they're getting paid for. Sure. He's also got a lot of connections. He's got waterfalls coming out of his pool and the whole thing. Oh, that's yards. true. I bet you it's fucking insane. It's probably like yeah, a 10-person right. job for you're a whole right. day. Yeah, it probably is. Well, listen, I'm going to use the example of changing your own oil. Anybody can change <laughs> the oil. It's not hard, but it's messy and it's time consuming. And you don't even save that much money compared to having a pro do it. So just go to Mr. Loop. When it comes to your pool closing, yeah, I did it. I can say I've done it. I will never do it again. It took like almost all day and it was fucking miserable outside yesterday. It was miserable. You must have, it's a good thing you didn't like catch a cold or something. Well, the day's not over Yeah, that's true. We'll see. That's true. So. Okay, so you did that. So you got some stuff done. So that's good. Yeah, the patio furniture's all the way and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Good, good. We're ready for fall. It can snow at any time now. I don't give a shit. Three weeks until Halloween as of today. Mm -hmm. Halloween's on a Tuesday this year. That's going to re-ramp up the debate again about whether or not we should just do it on the final Friday or Saturday of October. Tell me about it. Get ready. It's coming. Uh, But Sunday, I woke up at, go figure, it's a Sunday. These are the days off that Kat and I wait for. Chance to sleep in. I got up at the exact same time I normally get up for work. (laughs) I was up at 3 a.m. I was out the door shortly before 4, and I hit the road for America. My son had a, it was a preseason game too. Like it's not even in season, but he had a preseason game against some school that I've never even heard of. And they were playing it at a neutral site in Columbus, Ohio. 
Now, I've driven to Cleveland many times. It's not far. For those who don't know, if you're in southern Ontario, Cleveland is easy to get to. Like How long? How four long hours, is it? Four hours-ish. Well, that's not that bad. From the GTA. And I thought, well, Columbus is just south of Cleveland. Can't be that far. It was like seven and a half hours. It was a lot further than I thought. I drove almost 1,500 kilometers on Sunday to watch a two-hour lacrosse game, and they fucking lost badly. That's a big st- that first of all, I had no idea. I've never been to Ohio before, but that is a big state. You didn't think to like, did you know this? Like, did you go- you didn't like Google map it before I mean, you went out the door? Ish. I always Googled it during the day and it tells you how long it would take you then. And I saw it come up at like, oh, six hours and 40 minutes or six hours and 55 minutes. And I thought, yeah, yeah, that's with traffic, though, and the border. I'm going in the middle of the night. I'll be crossing at four or five a.m. Yeah, no biggie. I'll be good. No, it was spot on. That's exactly how long it took. It it was fucking asinine. But anyway, so I'll tell you what happened to me. I, the the throughway through New York, I I think it's the I-90. It turns into, uh, when it gets to Pennsylvania, obviously it ends and then it's the Pennsylvania Highway and then eventually it goes into Ohio right to Cleveland. Great, good stuff. So there's a little stretch between New York and Erie, Pennsylvania. Not a lot of exits. And it was 5.30 in the morning. It was still dark outside. Hardly any cars on the road. There was like deer running down the side of the highway as I was driving. It was freaky cat. And pouring rain. I had to go to the bathroom. Waiting and waiting. I must have gone 10 miles. No exit. Finally, one comes up. So I got off. I had no idea where I was. And the only thing at that exit was a gas station and a McDonald's. So you're in a foreign country and you really got to go. You've got a choice between a gas station bathroom or a McDonald's bathroom. Which one are you picking? I think I'd choose a McDonald's bathroom. I did. Yeah. I chose McDonald's. So. Because at least you can like get something, right? Like if you don't need to get gas, it's not like you can pretend to be a customer because they know you're not a customer. Sure. McDonald's, you can be like, yeah, you know, I'll grab a coffee or something. I feel bad, but I really got to go. I did. After what I did to their toilet, I grabbed a coffee. Oh, no. So. I uh, <laughs> backtrack a little bit. If, if you're ever in a- What did you eat? What if, happened? If you're ever in a pinch and you need to buy something at a gas station, the neat thing about American gas stations is most of them sell beer. Most of them sell boner pills. So those things are always there. It was one thing that stood out to me. Every gas station, right at the checkout, all these male enhancement pills. And I thought, that's going to create an awkward conversation for kids. Like approved? Or like- what Who f- knows? Don't buy it. I, I would probably not recommend you buy boner pills at a gas station. Well, it's not Viagra or Cialis, but right. it, they say it'll all natural, whatever. Sure, I don't know. Yeah, I'll let you know fine. if it works. Um, <laughs> 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 I had to buy something. Keep us updated. So anyway, I, I went into the McDonald's bathroom yeah. and, and it was at the time that they were cleaning. So there was. Oh, fuck. So you, are you kidding me? There was somebody in the men's bathroom. I had to go. Like I was down to seconds that I could hold it because I'd been waiting for so long sitting. So I go into the bathroom, person's in there with the mop and bucket. I walk in. So they walked out. That's usually what happens. I did my thing and I'm not going to sit on a toilet seat in a McDonald's, let alone an American McDonald's in the, let alone in the middle of nowhere. So I'm kind of doing my hover thing and I had to go bad. And then worst nightmare, no toilet paper, none. No, fuck. None. I had just done some pretty unhealthy shit in that bathroom. Oh. And I thought, well, now what the fuck am I going <laughs> to do? 
And the person laughed, right? right? The person who was cleaning, who probably would have replaced the toilet paper as their next order of business, but left because I came in, they were gone. So there was nobody. And I, what do you do in that scenario? Do you yell? Like, do you yell? Excuse me. Help. Yeah. Help. (laughs) Do you you call, do you phone the McDonald's and say, hey, could you bring some toilet paper? (laughs) Bring more attention to yourself. (laughs) The exact opposite of what you want. Or there's a perfectly good ladies bathroom right across the hall. The problem is I was still in the pooping position from the men's bathroom. Do you pull up your pants to cross the hall and go over to the other bathroom? I think you ask yourself how much you like the underwear you're wearing. You're thinking take the underwear yeah. off and wipe with the underwear. Use it and throw it out. Do you flush the underwear? Though, no, or just- you use the garbage. Oh, I guess with men's, you don't have the garbage disposal because we have with feminine hygiene products, right? So you've got no garbage in there? Uh, there's a garbage, but it's not like a sanitary napkin disposal unit. Yeah, thingy. but if garbage is a garbage, just chuck your fucking underwear out. Sure. I, I didn't really want to lose them, though. I was on a long road trip, 1,500 kilometers I had to drive. So, so you'd rather sit in poopy underwear? Well, it's not that, but I had to sort of like... Like, sort of pull my pants up so you couldn't see anything, but I wanted to, like, hold the back of the pants so they didn't actually touch oh, my, my butt. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what a sight. And I'm waddling from the men's bathroom to the women's bathroom, just praying to God that nobody else comes into this room and that there's no women in the ladies' bathroom. I finally made it over there. Was there any girls in there? There was no girls in there. There was lots of toilet paper in there. I was able to finish up, and I walked right out of that McDonald's. Didn't even get the coffee that I ordered. Just walked right out of that McDonald's, and I never want to go back there again. Yeah, can't blame you. It was horrible, cat. I should have taken my socks. Some people take their socks off. You could do that too, right? Oh, you could have done socks if you had socks on. Yeah, that's an option. Well, how often does a McDonald's not have toilet paper? I mean, fuck, it was a unique situation. There's no paper towel either. Because I feel like, I feel like worst, case, worst case scenario, you got to do what you got to do. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah, it was not my proudest moment, but uh, I made it. And and hey, it was great to see my son and we got to have a little Thanksgiving hug. And it was- I was going to say, was it a hug though? And that's it? Like quickly, I got to go. <laughs> got an eight hour drive home. Uh, I will see him at Christmas now, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let's get to some of the stuff that we've got to talk about here today. When we left here on Friday nobody had on their bingo card for 2023 war in the Middle East by Thanksgiving. Not at all. And yet it happened. I woke up on, was it Saturday morning? Saturday morning? And I was shocked at what I was seeing. Hamas uh, launched an unprecedented terror attack on parts of Israel. And not only did they launch this attack, They went over the border into Israel and started kidnapping innocent citizens. Then they took the whole fucking sadistic, vicious thing and started like live streaming it, recording video and uploading it to social media so that there was people in Israel who had just watched these armed men come in, kidnap their daughter or kidnap their son, take him to God knows where. People had to go through all these videos of executions and torture just to try and see any images of their own kid to see if they're alive. Oh, my God. These people went to an outdoor music festival, just like we have here. I mean, we've got Veld and Digital Dreams and the list goes on. Boots and Hearts. Well, they were having a music festival there, and it was fairly close to Gaza City. They went in there and just opened fire on the crowd at this music festival. Loud music. Some people didn't even realize what was going on until it was too late. They couldn't hear the gunshots. What happened was just 
awful cat. I'm, I mean, my heart breaks. I mean, the, the conflict between the Israelis and the Palestinians... I don't think we'll ever have a solution it's been in our around lifetime. for years. Like, uh, um, isn't it like nearing 100 years, 80 to 100 years, how long that they've been fighting each other or what? Well, I thought that when Israel ended their formal occupation of Gaza, what was that, like 15, 20 years ago? I thought when that ended, it was basically going to be the beginning of normal relations. Clearly, it's not. And and that that, oh my God. I don't understand how Israel didn't see it coming. I mean, they've got some of the most advanced intelligence apparatus in the world. How did they not know that this was coming? That, mm. That's a weird one for me. But one thing I will say is militaries can fight militaries. Civilians are supposed to be protected. And going after civilians intentionally was just one of the most horrific and sadistic things I think I've ever seen. It made me sick to my stomach watching TV. Yeah, that breaks my heart to hear. I'm worried that it's coming here. There's already been some conflict. Pro-Palestinian rallies, pro-Israeli rallies. Both of them happening simultaneously. And sometimes they're looking for a fight. Protesters trying to clash with other protesters. And, and we can't have that shit here, guys. We really can't. It's horrible what's happening over there. Think about peace. Think about the victims. Think about how we can end this quickly. And, and I really don't want to see it take over our streets. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I'm really not sure how they're going to handle this because Canada has hate laws, as you probably know. If you commit a crime, but you do it against a, a specific gender, an ethnic group, a religious group, whatever, it can be a hate crime if your crime is motivated by what's done. So there's a lot of pro-Palestinian supporters there who don't necessarily condone what happened Uh, over the weekend Mm -hmm. in Israel that would like to still remain pro-Palestinian. They are still pro-Palestinian, but they're now wondering, are they going to get charged with a hate crime if they attend uh, a rally? Don't know the answer to it. Police are going to sort it out. I, uh, I just hope that whatever happens here, you've got a right to protest. Just please do it peacefully. Yeah. Don't go looking for confrontation here. Just protest peacefully. Make your point. Show your uh, support for whatever side you happen to be on and, and, God, the civilians just worry the shit out of me. There's, I think, 130 people that are still known to be held hostage, just being used as bait. Hamas has said that if Israel launches one more missile into a civilian area without warning them that it's coming, they're going to execute a hostage for every missile. Mm. Oh, my God. Some of these are Canadians. Scary stuff. Some of these are Americans. They are all Israeli, as far as I know. It is so sad what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, I'd really like for someone in Ottawa to clear up exactly what's going on with our embassy. As you know, we have a vast foreign affairs network. We have embassies in many countries around the world. There's a lot of reports that Canadians tried to call the embassy, and they either got caught up in voicemail hell, like press one if you'd like to be evacuated, press two if you want today's weather, press three... <laughs> We don't need that shit in a crisis situation. And when they actually did get a hold of someone or get the voicemail, uh, apparently some people were informed they were closed for the Thanksgiving holiday. All of our diplomats around the world, please understand, you're there for a job. It's not a vacation. You're not just there for diplomatic immunity and to fuck around. If shit goes down, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas morning. You've got to get up and do your job. Mm -hmm. And if Canadians... All of a sudden find themselves in a war zone. Get up and do your goddamn job. 
lots of countries are sending planes to evacuate their citizens that want to be evacuated. We're so far behind. It's so frustrating to me that there are people who want to get out and can't. But anyway, we'll, uh, this is not going to be short-lived. This is going to go on for a while, I think. Israel is promising basically shock and awe. They're saying what they're going to do in response, the world's jaw is collectively going to drop. Oh. And again, I just can't help but think about the peaceful civilians who just got caught up in this because it's, uh, it's scary. It is very scary. Let's go to General Motors. I had a real great exchange with one of our dedicated After 9 listeners on Friday by DM who was, he's a Ford employee and he's pissed that his union ratified the deal that got worked out with Ford. And although he admits it's a good deal compared to what they were getting, it's nothing compared to the deal that U.S. auto workers are working towards or already got. I can't even remember where the auto workers in the U.S. are, but it's nothing like that. So now GM is the latest auto manufacturer to be targeted by organized labor, the the auto union. I guess it didn't go very well because GM workers at the Oshawa, Woodstock, and St. Catharines plant are on the picket lines as of this morning. Okay. Unifor says its decision to strike at midnight was not taken lightly. It claims after working through the Thanksgiving weekend and into the final hours before the deadline, GM would not agree to meet the conditions of the pattern agreement reached last month with Ford. Careful what you wish for, GM workers, because I think there's, I know now, there's a lot of Ford employees that are pissed about the deal that they worked out, especially once they found out what the American auto workers are getting. So... This one could be a long one. GM could be out for a while because now they've got to do better than the Ford deal. And GM doesn't seem to want to go that way at all. So I don't know what's going to happen here, but it might be a strike for a long time. Okay. 4,300 workers are members of that union. Gas dropped again over the long weekend. Enjoy it while you can. I feel like we should. Well, yeah, war in the Middle East has never Mind brought it. gas prices down. <laughs> nope. Never in history. Nope, guys, it's not going to last long. $1.479. What's behind this? It seems like a weird time for prices to be dropping. Uh, less tra- Are less people traveling right now? It's kind of a weird time, I guess, between like uh, Thanksgiving. Well, I guess Thanksgiving would be in Canada, like a, a pretty popular time to, to drive around. So I'm not sure. Today, Starbucks is celebrating the 20th anniversary of the pumpkin spice latte. 2003, the first PSL was made. So today in all the Starbucks stores that are participating, they're going to be playing a curated playlist of songs from 2003. And if you buy a PSL, hot, blended, or cold brew, you get a full sheet of Starbucks PSL temporary tattoos. I think I might just hang out at a Starbucks just to hear the music, honestly. Going to be pretty Look at this, lit, man. Right? Bring me to life as an Evanescence. Uh, oh, you got Crazy in Love, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Nickelback Someday, if that's your thing. You got, oh my gosh, Get Low, Lil John, 21 Questions, 50 Cent and Nate Dog. <laughs> hey, yeah, Outcast, <laughs> Magic Stick. Yeah, it's a good time for music. You would have been what, mid-20s around then? Mid-20s. No, mid-teens I around was- then? <laughs> Mid-teenagers, sorry. I was in high school. High school. Yeah, okay, I was great, in high school. Great, great, great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can do this one. I'm a little worried about certain cities which are taking more than their fair share of asylum seekers. We all know this is a problem. We're bringing a ton of people to this country. Some more are showing up and declaring asylum, whether they have a valid case or not. They're trying to claim it. And and we don't have room for them in Toronto anymore. So we've been busing them to different cities. 
52 more people on Friday got sent to Windsor. 49 more people got sent to Niagara Falls. And while that doesn't seem like a lot, I decided to check the numbers. Since June the 30th, since basically Canada Day, 5,943 refugees have been shipped to Niagara Falls. Oh, wow. So if you're wondering, why are all the hotels booked? There you go. Wow. That's why. How much money is this costing us, Cat? Because, you know, they're not, uh, it's not like the, the Sheraton and the Falls view are like, well, the government sends a lot of business our way. We'll give them a, our premium rate. As soon as they hear government, they hear cha-ching, yeah. and, and they're going to be charging six, 700 bucks a night for a hotel yeah. room. Yeah, yep, absolutely. It is not sustainable, and the people in Niagara are like, what the f- guys, you've sent 6,000 of them since the Canada Day. Like, it's only October the 10th. What is going on here, and how many more are coming? We've got to figure out a more permanent solution, I think. Uh, oh, hey, for our listeners in KW, Thanksgiving Day Parade is wrapped up again. The annual Oktoberfest tradition. Did you go to the parade yesterday? No. It was too cold, right? Yeah, yeah. My, my sister went. Good honor. She was like, you want to go? I'm like, no. Not a fan of sitting out in the freezing cold. I, parades are not my thing, though. I'll be honest with you. I, I think it also comes just from doing what we do for a living. Growing up in this area, I used to go to the parades, and then I worked the parades. I worked at radio stations since I started working. And what you usually do, especially when you're in promotions, like when I started, is parades. I've done so many parades. Every Christmas parade, which were there was always three to four in the area that I grew up in, I had to do them all. Thanksgiving parade, I had to be a part of that too. Every There's so many parades that now I actually, I don't want to be at a parade. No offense to those who are take part in parade. It's great. It's fine. Good. They do some good things too and collect food and all the things. Great. I can't, I can't do parades anymore. Too much trauma. It was actually kind of hilarious, the amount of things that were blowing off of people's floats. <laughs> it was so windy yesterday. Like 70 the, kilometer an hour oh, winds. Oh, it was miserable. And you've got a giant inflatable turkey yeah. in the back of a flatbed truck. I mean, it could have been, been worse. Like Saturday's, what was it, Saturday? No, Sunday's weather was way worse than, than Monday. So at least on the Monday, it was fine. But like Sunday was garbage. This was a garbage day. I wanted to do some things outside. Uh-uh, did not happen. Uh, Peel police have charged a woman with impaired driving for a fourth time in the last 18 months. She's a 53-year-old. She was already on a Canada-wide driving ban, along with three highway traffic driving prohibitions. But police arrested her again this week and charged her with drug-impaired driving, refusing a urine sample, operating while prohibited, and driving under suspension. Hmm. They say she also has past convictions for disqualified driving and three separate charges for driving while under suspension and drug-impaired driving. Hmm. Is it time when you get a serial offender like this, someone who is clearly a danger to society, how many times do you have to be caught driving impaired before we say, you know what? You don't get out of jail. You're now considered a dangerous offender. And even though you didn't kill somebody... Even though you didn't uh, kidnap somebody, you're still going to get the dangerous offender tag because we can't trust that you're not going to get behind the wheel of a car. Honestly, I know. I think we need to do more. Like, uh, I think that... Oh, and she got bail, by the way. Us getting stiffer, having stiffer punishments through the years, right? Every time that they did... They did uh, make the rules, make it a little bit tougher and tougher and tougher. I feel like... I can't tell you what the stats are. Maybe you know them better than I, but I feel like it's doing good. 
So why not make them as harsh as possible? That's what I think. I think so, There's too. no fucking excuse. You know? If we can't trust that you're not going to abide by your driving ban, I think everybody knows how it works, right? If you get a DUI or something, you're probably going to lose your license for a year. If you get caught driving during the period where you have a suspended license, there really is no excuse for this. There's not. Honest to God. And it's never been easier to get a ride somewhere. If And if you really feel the need to drink or like, I mean, I understand there's some people who have a problem, right? Figure out a ride situation then. Like figure it out. It's not, it's honestly, it's at the, your fingertips. There's a million different ride services. Like there's no fucking excuse for it. Is cost a factor there? Those Ubers add up. I don't. <laughs> Again, there's no excuse. Then don't fucking go out and drink. Right. Then don't go out and drink. There's zero excuse, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. I don't give a shit that it costs money. Yeah. I just paid a bunch of money doing Ubers. I did like four Ubers in one night. Yeah. Does it it suck to have to spend money? Yeah. Would it suck more to be behind the wheel when you could kill someone? Absolutely. Well, if you get caught driving when you're not supposed to be, when you're under suspension, and I mean like the same crime, i.e. you lost your license for impaired driving, and then you get caught again during your suspension period, driving impaired, I think you should serve out the rest of your driving ban in jail. Might seem harsh to some people, but... It might work, though. Well, we've, like, we got to ask what works, right? What's going to work? You got to ask the question. I, I'm one of those people who doesn't uh, believe that we need harsher driving laws when it comes to alcohol, and I don't think we need to lower the threshold. I think we're good right where we are. We've hit that sweet spot. It's great. But for people like this, if you get caught doing it again... I feel like you should just go to jail because you're a danger to society and we can't have dangerous people wandering around society killing innocent people. So hopefully some change happens there, but it's got to start with the judges. They got to get real hard on this. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has announced he is still running for president, but he's going to run as an independent. He's not going to try and get the nomination of the Democratic Party. He is a longtime environmental lawyer. He is an anti-vaccine advocate and a member of one of the most famous Democratic families in politics, Mm -hmm. not running as a Democrat. He was a long shot bid, they said, but has been getting favorable ratings amongst both Republicans and Democrats lately. So he's going to run as an independent. America finally has three people to choose from instead of two. Wow. I mean, the more choice, the better. The more choice, the better, I think, for them. I I always... It sucks when you really don't like either candidate. So gives you a chance, I guess. He's going to get millions of votes. Have you ever listened to him? He's hard to listen to because of his voice. Oh, no, I've never heard him. Yeah, he's got a very uh, raspy, soft voice. Oh. So difficult to understand at times, but this is a guy who grew up around a former presidential candidate. That was his dad. It was uh, someone who's been in politics all his life, or at least around it. He's going to make a good presidential candidate. He has no chance of winning as an independent. No chance whatsoever. But what's interesting is when he's debating Donald Trump, likely, and Joe Biden, some of what he has to say is actually going to be mainstream. You'll see it on CNN and Fox News, mainstream media. Mm. And he's going to call out things like the vaccines and the rush to approve them. He's going to call out some of the conspiracy theories, quote unquote, that we've all been told are lies. They're actually going to get discussed at a presidential debate and Biden will have to address them. So Interesting. I think it's really great that he's running. The sun rose this morning at 725 a.m. <laughs> yeah. It's what, depressing. When is the uh, time change again? Can you remind me? It's a month away now. A month away. Okay. Yeah. And that's when it really hits, right? Yes, like that for me is when it really hits. There's things I like about it and there's things I really don't. 
Sun rose today at 725 and it's going to set at 645. Yeah. We are, uh, we're, take your vitamin D, everybody, for a lot of different reasons. For a lot of reasons. Well, today's World Mental Health Day. And I feel like one of the things that really affects people is the weather and Mm -hmm. the amount of daylight and things like that. When it's bright and sunny, it's easy to be cheery. When it's cold and dark and miserable, miserable, uh, this is where these things come from. Yeah, it is. It's kind of surprising that we don't do more for World Mental Health Day. If this is supposed to be the global day where we all stop and take stock of our own mental health and then try to offer a lifeline to the people around us who may be struggling or just may need to talk, you'd think there'd be a bigger deal of it. But I feel like it just sort of eh, comes and goes. Yep, I think you're right. A little frustrating. Yeah, it is. We are three weeks away from Halloween. Yay! Have you picked your Halloween costume yet? No. Would you do a couple's costume with your husband? Would I? Yeah, if we were going to a party. Like, I'm not doing it for nothing. Like, if we actually have a party to attend and we want to impress, I would be okay with that. Ken and Barbie is going to be the most popular couple's costume by a mile this year. Not surprised. However, you might not want to do that because everybody else is going to be Ken and Barbie. There's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot. When it comes to like the pop culture stuff, we know Barbie leads the way. And then it's followed by like Nintendo, a lot of Mario and everything from this year. Uh, Wednesday Addams and everything in that in that realm as well. Ariel and Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. That seems a oh. little random, but apparently it's a popular costume. They oh, must, yeah. They well, must have made too many of them. The Little Mermaid is was uh, was big this year, too. So they put some of these couples costumes online and they asked for votes. Cute or cringy? 35 thousand people voted on these Halloween costumes. Ken and Barbie, cute or cringy? I think it's cute. I think seeing a lot of them is going to be, but the cool thing about Barbie and Ken is you can be any kind of Barbie and Ken. So I'm going to say cool. I'd like a spin on it. Like not the traditional Barbie and Ken. Give me the sporty Barbie and Ken. Give me the, you know, like doctor versions. You know, and they always have like different ones. Well, how would you know you're Ken then? Well, Ken usually just Ken, actually. Yeah, Ken's that just poor a Ken. useless add-on. If you've seen the movie, you know. <laughs> Even Ken knows he's fucking useless. Uh, Fred and Daphne from Scooby-Doo. I would have no idea who that is, by the way, if you came to my door in that costume. You didn't, you didn't watch the Scooby-Doo cartoons no. when you were a kid? No idea. 74% say, that's a good one. Homer and Marge Simpson. People still do that. Apparently. Are people doing it? Apparently. I don't know. I don't know if I, like, I dig the Simpson ones right now. 67% say cringy. Cringy. Yeah. Cruella DeVille and a Dalmatian. That's cringy just because like Cruella wanted to kill Dalmatians and wear them. <laughs> so I really like that was the purpose of Cruella DeVille. So I feel like whoever the puppy is like unless it would what, you kind of made it funny. But how is that funny? Slaughtering puppies. Like, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Somebody's going to turn it into like a sexy Dalmatian oh, or something stupid no. like that. Oh, It'll fuck. Be- it's like a dominatrix oh. Cruella. Yeah. Like, eh, oh, take yeah. that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 63% say that is cringy. Harley Quinn and the Joker. Overdone. Uh, overdone. Overdone. Don't do it. It's I been don't done. I want to see it. 49% say cute. 51% say cringy. Football player and a cheerleader. Oh, that's cl- that's a tale as old as time. Only 46% think it's cute. The rest say it's cringy. Oh. However, what if we replace cheerleader with Taylor Swift and the football players, Travis Kelsey? You know Kelsey? people are doing that. Of course they you are. You know people are doing that. Of course. It's terrible. Terribly appropriate. Mickey and Minnie. I'm fine with it, actually. I don't have to see any cringe. 
Disney's always in style, in my opinion. 53% yeah. say that's a good couple's costume. This one is kind of random on the list. A plug and an outlet. Oh, that's cringe. Very cringy. 89% said that is cringy. Uh, you know, like, if you're going to do, like, a little innuendo, and that's what that is, just go all out. Like, dress like a penis. Like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? If you're going to do that anyway, because that's what you mean to do. You mean, like, a penis and a vagina costume? Yeah. Make it educational, at least. Make it look like a real vagina and everything. Teach some people something. Is it a neat twist if she wears the dick and he is the it, badge? Sure, it could be. Sure. Yeah. You can plug in an outlet many different ways. <laughs> Yesterday, somebody posted on Reddit, I think just to shock the world, but it's a true story. How much they're charging for drinks at the new Sphere in Las Vegas. Okay. Las Vegas, where I'm used to not paying for drinks. Right, right. If you gamble, you never pay for drinks. And that's usually what I'm doing. Specialty cocktail. $30 US for one specialty cocktail. Wow. You want a margarita? 20 US. Draft beer. Import. 19 U.S. domestic, 18. 18 fucking dollars for a pint of Bud Light. Get the hell out of here. And again, these are U.S. prices. So Canada, like, add add 30%. Glass of wine, 20 U.S. Want the souvenir pop where you can keep the glass? $14. Bottle of water, (gasps) seven bucks U.S. Okay. We get gouged so bad. Yeah. I just wish that everybody would stop paying these prices. When you go to Scotiabank Arena, they're trying to jack you for 25 bucks for a pop at a popcorn or a bag of peanuts or something. Tell them to fuck off. We've all got to start smuggling shit again because what these venues are doing is crazy. The venues are insane. The festivals were so crazy this year too with the amount of money it costs. I went to, um, when I went to Bud Stage not long ago, a nine ounce wine. So they give it to you in those mini bottles. You know, you see them at the cash register at the LCBO, you know, like the checkout mini wine bottles. Yeah. So that's what I got. And it was not a fancy wine. It was like a Peller or something. At the checkout, it's about, four, I think it's like $3.95, $4, $5 max maybe. $30. Get out of here. $30. So they're making 25 bucks a drink. Every wine they sell, they're making 25 bucks. Uh, the draft here, draft is still cheap in America. Most of the places you go, mm-hmm. you can get like free draft at happy hours, like two, three bucks a draft. It's still cheap in America. Hmm. They're selling it for $19. They're making 16 bucks for every beer they sell. Oh, yeah. Is this part of the business plan, the fact that they're going to rape people on these these booze charges, or is this just a free-for-all because they know people have limited options? Yeah, I think it's a limited options, and I think that it's been been proven, uh, uh, and all venues will tell you in festivals, that their liquor sales are down. And this is probably their way of trying, trying to make money because they say younger people are drinking less but you might notice they're vaping more and they're smoking more for sure. But, but they're ba- paying less money for boo or sorry, they're getting booze less, which probably is getting them to increase the price. So let me get this straight. Because younger people are not drinking as much, the rest of us all have to pay completely insane prices. Did it ever cross their mind that, you know, if we actually lower the price, we would probably sell more and then make more money with a lower price point? You would think that, that makes more sense. Yeah, I think. I like to give out my common sense proposals. Here's my common sense proposal. Here we go. Here it is. Are you listening, Justin? Are you listening, Doug? I'm not even sure who would control this, but 
Here's what I think we should do. Doug loves the liquor shit, so why don't you talk to Doug? If venues don't want to get this shit under control, and it's obnoxious, wherever you go, they're charging a fortune. If they don't want to get their prices under control and start charging us a reasonable amount, restaurants, I feel, are still somewhat reasonable. It's expensive. You get a draft beer at, I don't know, Montana's, you're going to pay eight bucks a draft. It's crazy. That same draft used to be five bucks. Mm-hmm. Now it's eight, nine dollars yeah. in some places. That's a markup. That's them making money, recouping some cost. Yeah. Fine. When you're charging 30 bucks for that exact same beer, it's time to open it up. No more restrictions on what you can and can't bring into the venue. If you want to bring your own beer, go for it. You want to bring whatever? Let them. You want to bring snacks? For, no problem. They, they shouldn't be able to stop you from doing that. If they want to start charging this much money, $30 for mm-hmm. a specialty cocktail, get the actual fuck out of here. That is extortionate. And they know you've got no other options. So the only way to tame it is to give people options. Let them bring their own. Everybody can bring in, I don't know, like a 20-ounce a Yeti of whatever you want. Put whatever you want in it. You're allowed to bring one glass in, fill it up, drink it until you're full. That's what I think we should do. Yeah, it'd be nice. Think anybody? No, they never do, do it. Anything. No, uh, of course uh, they wouldn't. Especially not here when no. MLSE owns it. All right, guys, we got to go. Uh, we went a little long today, every day lately. That's fine. Uh, Prime. We were going to talk about Prime. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Prime deals. Prime big deal days. Is anyone buying anything? Let us know. Kat's been shopping all day. I'm browsing mostly, but I did buy something. You got to tell us what you bought? A Peloton bike. You bought a Peloton? <laughs> I did it. I've been eyeing it first, okay? It wasn't on a whim, but I've been keeping my eye on it, and I knew that this was coming. day was coming. Today, they're four, up to 40% off. It's kind of a no-brainer. I was thinking about getting it at full price. Of course I'm going to get it. Uh, these ones are t- the, the original Peloton is 26% off, but that's a pretty decent savings. You save like, what is this, like 600 bucks? It's a good deal. Just out of curiosity, when you're thinking, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to buy a Peloton. Do you like text your husband and say, "Hey, where would we put a Peloton?" Yeah, if I we had already one? had that conversation, and he had no say in it really. But he was like, "Fine, we could put it here." Huh? Yeah. Okay, great. So, did you get a good deal? Yeah, it was a great deal. Yeah, like okay. I said, it's like thirty percent off. It's good. Are you going to be like um, uh, bike rider girl all of a sudden now? I do want it. Well, I hate the gym, and I hate the gym in the winter time. So I'm happy to to do all, all of this at home, and I'm excited to check out these classes and stuff. I do have some friends who have it, and uh, and they like it a lot. Like they are, they it's like they rep Peloton, but they don't. It's a weird thing. Uh, like air fryers. Once you get one, yeah. all you can do is tell other people how great. Yeah. They are. So I'm not gonna. Um, I promise I'll try not to be one of those Peloton people once I start. But I am totally curious about the classes and everything else there. It's all at home, which is great. Great for me. Uh, so, yeah. So you're on Doing four different it. radio stations a day. You have a booming voiceover business, two young kids at home, and you're going to find time to go for a spin every day. I'm going to do it, yeah, in between stuff. Yeah, I'm going to find time. Good for you. Me, if I don't have a nap by about 1 o'clock, I'm dead for the rest of the day. <laughs> you're going to do spin you, classes If you in your hop on your Peloton, you'll feel more awake. <laughs> <laughs> Have yourselves a great, uh, it's Tuesday. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. We will catch you right back here tomorrow with another After 9. Bye. The genetic testing company 23andMe announced last week that hackers stole personal data from their database. Authorities described the suspect as 62% European and 38% East Asian and Native American.
New York Governor Kathy Hochul ordered the state liquor authority to allow bars to serve alcohol as early as 8 a.m. for the Buffalo Bills game played in London. Not only that, during the Giants game, she temporarily legalized heroin. Oh, uh, hey guys, I heard about a man in the UK who said that he found a fried screw in his KFC fries. It turns out it was from a chicken that had a hip replacement. Oh, yeah. Burger King has announced that it will offer a new side that is half french fries, half onion rings. Wow, the only way you could get that before was to order onion rings. Some movie news today, 50 years after the original film was released, The Exorcist Believer hit theaters. Yeah, so if you want to see someone spit up pea soup, you can either watch The Exorcist or The Golden Bachelor. It's up to you. He's had enough. He's full. Stop feeding him.